Welcome to the St. Mary AME Church Weekly Podcast. Your host pastor is Reverend James T. Taylor. Let us pray. Father, I stretch my hands to Thee. No the help I know if thou withdraw hands from me where shall I go Father God, we come to you in the name of Jesus. Lord, thank you yet for this day. Thank you for all that you have done and all that you will do in our lives. Open our minds and our hearts up that we may be receptive to your word and apply it to our daily living. May the words of my mouth and meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. My Lord, my strength, and my redeemer. Amen. Today, our sermon topic is caring about others. It will be taken from Philippians, the second chapter, the 19th through the 30th verse. And it reads as follows. I hope in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you, that I also may be cheered when I receive news about you. I have no one else like him who takes a genuine interest in your welfare. For everyone looks out for his own interests, not those of Jesus Christ. But you know that Timothy has proved himself. Because as a son with his father, he has served with me in the work of the gospel. I hope, therefore, to send him as soon as I see how things go with me. And I'm confident in the Lord that I myself will come soon. But I think it necessary to send back to you Ephroditus, my brother, fellow worker, and fellow soldier, who is also your messenger, whom you sent to take care of my needs. For he longs for all of you and is distressed because you heard he was ill. Indeed, it was ill and almost died. But God had mercy on him and not on him only, but also on me to spare me sorrow upon sorrow. Therefore, I am all the more eager to send him so that when you see him again, you may be glad and I may have less anxiety. Welcome him in the Lord with great joy and honor men like him because he almost died for the work of Christ, risking his life to make up for the help you could not give me. Caring about others. Sometime as a pastor, you get a chance to hear unintentional side mm -hmm. conversations. Sometimes people say, I wish so-and-so was here. They really needed to hear that message so they can get their lives right. But today, I want to stress, let this message apply to us. 
because I'm preaching this morning about caring about others. And I'm convinced that it is a message that we all need during time like these. As I prepare sermons, I often think of things I need to hear myself. And the Holy Spirit leads and guide me, knowing that as a messenger, I must be the four first partaker of the message. And then I deliver the message and I get it once again. So this message is for all of us today. You know, by way of illustration, I want to use this because a lot of times, a lot of us have a very short attention span. And this is basically the foundation of the message. There were kids that were in Special Olympics and uh, they were competing with enthusiasm and they were dedicated and one event was the 220-yard dash. Everybody lined up. And the signal was given, and they started running as fast as they could. One boy by the name of Andrew quickly took the lead and was soon about 50 yards ahead of everybody else. As he approached the final turn, he looked back and saw that his best friend had fallen and hurt himself on the track. Andrew stopped and looked at the finish line. Then he looked at his friend. He looked at the finish line. And he looked at his friend. People began to scream, run, Andrew, run, Andrew. But he didn't run toward the finish line. He ran back to his friend, got his friend, picked him up, brushed him off, and hand in hand, they crossed the finish line. And they crossed it last. But as they did, the people cheered because there are some things more important than finishing first. Solomon wrote in Ecclesiastes, the fourth chapter and the ninth through the tenth verse, two are better than one. If one falls down, his friend can help him up. But pity the man who falls and has no one to help him up. Church, we all fall down. We all get knocked down. And, and But how wonderful it is that we have friends to come along and, and encourage us along the way, lift us up, pick us up, and help us to continue the race. There's a difference between sympathy and empathy. Sympathy is sharing your feelings. You're having compassion. But empathy is stronger than sympathy. It is the ability to put yourself in the place of another person and understand someone's feelings by identifying with him. We need to live in a world that we show empathy more than sympathy. Because so many times when people say, how are you doing? You say, I'm doing fine. And they say they're doing fine. But in all reality, you were going through some situations in your life, but you want to fake it until you make it. 
But there comes a time in your life that you got to stop faking it and be honest and, and, and let folk know that I'm struggling and could you help me, my brother and my sister? We must cultivate empathy. We, we, we must show that we have a genuine interest in others. And, and, and because the apostle Paul said, I hope in the Lord Jesus to send you Timothy to you soon that, that I also may be cheered when I receive news about you. Now we know that Paul was a missionary and, and a lot of times missionaries sing letters out of appeal to come and see about me or send me money. I'm in prison uh, and, and I need help. And the conditions are really bad. But Paul didn't go that route. Instead, he was concerned about his followers. So he's sending Timothy to find out how they're doing and wants to be with them badly. He wants to hear good news. The Apostle Paul writes in Philippians, the second chapter and the third and fourth verse, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others better than yourselves. Each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. In other words, be genuinely concerned about other folk. I know at this present time that we are not in the church building, but I'm here to tell you today that you are the church. You need to ask yourself sometime, if the church was like me, what kind of church would it be? I know Sunday after Sunday, you, you have come together as a community and, 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 and you have heard the preacher preach. Uh, and, and now this is the time that you can apply what you have been hearing to your everyday journey. Someone needs to be encouraged. Someone needs to be told that everything is going to be all right. Weeping may endure for the night, but, but joy comes in the morning. And, and I bring you glad tidings from our, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Hold the faith that everything is going to be all right. And see, we need to understand one thing I've learned a long time ago, that when, when you begin to help someone else, you forget about your own problems. <laughs> In the book of Isaiah 58 through the 10th, through the 12th verse, it says, if you spend yourself on behalf of the hungry and satisfy the needs of the oppressed, then your light will rise in the darkness and your night will become like the noonday. The Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs, strengthen your frame. Church is not all about us. I am my brother's keeper. Regardless of who he is, what he looks like, how much money he has, that is not important. And but, but secondly, when you're generally concerned about others, you, you find that when you're, you're in trouble, hallelujah, other folk come to see about you. 
So we see in the second lesson is the lesson of a sincere encouragement to others. Paul said, I have no one else like him who takes a genuine interest in your welfare. Paul is talking about Timothy. Paul had discipled Timothy and watched him grow in the faith. And, and now Timothy is an adult, has his own ministry. And, and, and Paul is looking at Timothy's life. In fact, in the New American Standard Version, translate the verse to say, I have no one else of a kindred spirit. And Paul is saying, Timothy and I have the same soul. We have kindred spirits. We, we are like-minded. Uh, and, 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 and so it's good to have folk who can almost read your mind because you're so close that they know what you're thinking. That's kindred spirits. And we need to understand that there, there are different levels of friendship. Uh, there are casual friendships when you just say, hey, how you doing? I'm fine. And, and everything is fine. Uh, and, and then there's close friendships where you spend time with folk and, and you do things together. There's a deeper relationship uh, and you share things uh, that you don't normally share with others. Uh, but there is a very very close relationship, uh, a kindred relationship, one with the same soul. And, 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 and you, you all begin to think alike be, and you have the same ideas before you verbalize them. That is a kindred spirit. And we all need folk in our lives that have a kindred spirit. Uh, the, 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 I, I use the illustration some, we, as a tree. There, there are folk that uh, there's limbs on a tree. When the wind blow, the leaves fall off. Uh, and then you have folk uh, that are just the limb. They're strong, uh, but they will break off. Uh, but I, the, but there's those folk uh, that when uh, you, you, you get re really deep in trouble, those are the root folk. Uh, those are the folk that keep you stable, that when everybody else is gone uh, and they have not been seen, uh, but they stand right there with you and you need uh, some root folk in your life um, that keep you stable because they're the ones that will be with you through the end. Somebody has invested something in you and it's your responsibility to invest in somebody else. Uh, you may not know where your help will come from, huh? but I'm here to tell you that when you invest in somebody, somebody will remember you. I tell folk all the time uh, that when folk die, uh, that all they were continually looking at was material things. Uh, they The material things, uh, they leave money for the family, uh, but I'm here to tell you that when you've loved somebody, when you help somebody along the way, you can be dead for years after years, but somebody remembers so-and-so. When I was down and out, they gave me a helping hand. Let the people know that there's somebody that's working on your behalf. Let your legacy be one of love, one of caring, one of sacrifice. Because when it's all said and done, Everything may be all right with you today, but you need to understand something. What about tomorrow? What I'm saying is care for somebody.
go out of your way for somebody. I, I, I know that we in a situation where you cannot reach out physically to somebody, but you can pick up the phone. You can let somebody know that I'm thinking about you. You will be surprised that their folk are depressed right now because of the situation they find themselves in. Uh, but we got to encourage one another because you need to understand that, that, that iron sharpens iron. Uh, we got to hold one another up uh, because we don't know when our day is coming uh, and we need to be able to walk together and strengthen one another. And that's what God has called us to do is that we need to walk together. We need to love one another as he have loved us. And if you don't have a friend like that, start looking. In order to have friends, first of all, you must show yourself Friendly. And yes, Jesus is that kind of friend. And yes, he uses people to show that he loves us. So be an example of the love of Christ. Because someone is seeking for a friend.